Um, developing a brand strategy in 10 steps is impossible. It's a lie. It's a white lie. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why in this episode. Welcome to Branding with Purpose. I am Kelly, your branding expert. I am very excited to be finishing this podcast season and 2021. You may not have noticed I have removed a lot of my episodes because I want to talk about those topics in a different way, under a different light. And 2022 is going to be quite different for me. I'm bringing in a team of highly qualified experts because Branding with Purpose Studio is going to be offering you pretty much everything you need to build and run a brand. So I am going from being a solo person helping experts experts uh, build brands to helping anyone on any level pretty much build their brand. And now when I say anyone on any level, of course, I'm not aiming on everybody out there. <laughs> How we usually work with purposeful, small businesses led by women entrepreneurs who are building something nice, different, purposeful. So that alone really brings down the numbers of people. And that's my target audience and my ideal client. All those things are in there, right? On that vertical and horizontal business focus and goals. And we can talk about it another time. If you want to know more about what's coming, go to brandingwithpurpose.studio. Join my newsletter. It's going to be very good for you. I don't send junk emails. I don't have a funnel. I don't have warming you up sequences. None of that BS. I just share my best value with you and I don't send that many emails. Truly, I only send something when I feel it's truly important for you and it's really going to help your business. So you're not going to regret it. Okay, so now let's go and talk about those 10 steps I know you have been waiting for. They have been voted on the Facebook group. I have put them for voting on my group, on other groups, and everybody chose this, like 2022 brand strategy steps. That's what everybody wants, and that's what I'm going to give you. Now, I always do my best to break everything into 10 steps. Brand strategy is really complex. If you go just to my Instagram and I'm going to post with this post related to the brand steps today, I'm going to be posting two pictures of notes that I make. One post is going to be, uh, I mean, one picture is going to be for the 10 steps today. And you're going to see how it breaks down. Each step breaks down into so many steps. It's insane. And I just put the bare minimum that I could think of to help you guys out. And then the other photo is going to be of me putting also, again, the bare minimum, and I'm halfway there for brand message because I'm writing my book, I'm updating all the content, and I am halfway through brand message points that I have to hit and share with you, or at least brainstorm so I can share good stuff with you. And let me tell you, that's a whole page right there. So when I say I'm going to share 10 steps with you, that's kind of a lie. It's impossible to build a whole brand strategy in 10 steps. So if you listen to my previous episode, I gave you the basics of my Instagram-based brand strategy, right? So that one was a bit easier because that was just Instagram. And my aim, my goal for 2021 was to build brand awareness and positioning. So was that positioning as the expert? That's actually simpler when you have, you know, the background, the expertise. You're just going to like, 
like I keep saying, like go to blog posts from 2010, 2000, God knows when, 2008, 2013, and you're gonna see the content that I've been talking about now. You can also go to my portfolio and see my design kind of speaks for my, you know, when I say that I am experienced in terms of branding design. So people can see and they can trust much easier when you have a background and material in place to prove. That's different from growing your brand for like growing sales, doubling your revenue or whatever it is that is a bit more tangible and it's kind of coming from zero, right? Because positioning yourself as an expert when you have all the material to uh, prove your positioning, like to support your positioning, it's much easier. Now, if you are a new business owner or if you're not new, but you have a brand new product or service, that also takes more time, more effort, because you're kind of coming from zero ground. Not saying it's impossible, I'm just saying it's not as easy. Step number one was, my very first step was get clear on your business goal. But truly what you need to do, first of all, is audit. You need to do a brand and business audit. What worked for you in 2021, what was not working for you, because you need to see what your audience wants more of, or the language that you were using or what was working, if you want to repeat that or not, if that's going to align with your new goals in 2022 or not. So you need to be painfully aware of everything you did and everything that was working. And if you are not, that's just going to like, it's, it, is it impossible to start not knowing? No, it's not impossible, but it's just gonna make your life much easier because now you have data, right, to back, uh, back up what you're gonna be creating from this moment on. Step number two, get clear on your business goal. Never forget the branding and marketing are strategies created to support your business goals, right? Unless you are a community, a nonprofit, in, in, any case you can see through the lenses of a business you still selling an idea or you know creating community and value but there is an offer in there there is something that you are offering so it could look through uh the lenses of a business owner and anyway branding with purpose studio really works with business i have always worked with the small businesses and that's where i'm coming from creative small businesses or other types of small businesses with a very strong purpose because that's gonna be easier to develop the storytelling, the positioning in the market, etc. Number three is get clear on your audience. What, what is your audience? Beginners, are they pros? Because the language you're gonna be using to talk to both of those are gonna be very different. Pros can smell BS like miles away. So you definitely wanna be clear, use a language that can be trusted. Are they like do-it-yourself type of people? Do they like to learn and do things themselves? Because that's also gonna be easier for you and dictate the type of products or services you're going to put out there. People who like to do things themselves and are learners, they like to do it with you. So if you have VIP days or if you have courses, they're going to probably be more inclined to buying it. And always, always keep in mind that it's about the psychographics way more than it's about the demographics. Way, way, way more. There's no comparison here. You know, the age, stay there at many times doesn't matter if, if you have an online business and that's another thing my advices are for small businesses and for online businesses because i do online marketing strategies so if your business is online doesn't matter what stay there at the city they are at it doesn't you're gonna see people who are like 
23 years old and people who are like 65 years old sitting on the same conference trying to learn or participate or be part of a community. So that usually does not matter. So that's why I say demographics matter way less than psychographics. Number four, uh, create a signature offer, right? And when I say signature offer, it could be a program, it could be a service, it could be a product or doesn't have necessarily to be something that you're selling. It can be a freebie for your newsletter. If you think that's gonna be your go-to, your basis for growth for the whole year, that's completely fine. It doesn't have to be something that people are paying for, but it's a signature offer for that year. It's something that you are always gonna be referring people to. It could be the top of your funnel, or it could be the bottom of your funnel. That's gonna be up to you. So if your signature offer, it's a product i really like to work with a one main offer one main product thing it just makes it easier for me i feel less overwhelmed and i can develop a strategy towards it much much better so just think about it think how you want to develop it i think it's going to be free or paid if it's going to be your very best or where it's going to be on your funnel number five develop your brand positioning now this is an important one before i even go and tell you some basic details of brand positioning because maybe your brand is positioned in the way that you want. Maybe you're already seen as the expert. Maybe you're already trusted. Maybe you're already, you know, building the luxury vibe and that's exactly what you want and that's exactly how you want to be seen. Um, maybe you already have that differentiation, differentiation aspect <laughs> on your brand that, you know, makes the brand stand out and that's completely fine. So if you don't want to touch that, you really don't have to. Maybe do a little tweak here and there to adjust and match your goals for 2022. But what you need to do instead would be uh, the product positioning, right? Or the service positioning. So work on that if it's going to be a new product, a new service, or if you simply want to bring it under a new light. Positioning is one of those things that it's complex and at the same time, it's not. I have all those things broken down into more details on my brand strategy books and, um, they are easy to digest. Brand Foundation Workbook is going to give you more insight in this in case you want to go there. But positioning really is how you want to stand out in the market, how you want to be seen. Do you want to be, you know, the different service or the different brand? Or do you want to be the innovative like Apple? Do you want to be the trusted like a Subaru? Do you want to be, what do you want to be? How do you want, or do you want to be like a budget friendly one? There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you have passive income, you're usually the budget friendly option. Boss Moms is a budget friendly membership. For example, it's extremely successful. So just see how you want to be seen perceived you know work your brand or product positioning around that next step is number six if i did not lose counting here and it's develop the messaging strategy now that can be one of the most difficult ones and when i say difficult it's mostly because it could be complex right because your brand message, it's gonna be how you wanna be perceived. Your messaging is what's gonna be where we put everything that your brand is together 
and how it's being conveyed and absorbed by the audience, by the market. So now we need to know our audience well, we need to know our ideal client, we need to know all the target audiences, usually not just one group, we need to know about the market because we want to make sure that they are absorbing, understanding our messaging right. And our messaging would carry things like our purpose, the type of tone our copy has. So the messaging has also different ways of being sent. You could use your slogan, you could use taglines. Um, it's going to be reflected on your homepage, the strategy, the copy, the images that you use, the tone on your voice and on your videos. So all those things together, sometimes even like your brand words are going to be in there. All those things boiling down into one plate that we're going to be sending into the world that's brand messaging. So that's a big step. And then we're going to go to step number seven, which is create a content marketing strategy. Huge, right? Because today we are all about content marketing. I don't know if you have noticed, but that's really the best way to grow organically. It's having a good content marketing in place. Now, the things you're going to think about when you're developing your content marketing are what's going to be the main format, first of all right? It's going to be video, it's going to be audio, it's going to be uh, text writing, because then we can go with blog posts, then we can break down and there is Instagram, but then if it's video, you could have YouTube and then you can do small snippets of it on Reels, on Instagram. What is easier for you? You also need to think of the frequency, how often you're going to post, are you going to repost it, which social media, <laughs> I'm going to leave this there, I'm not going to cut it out. Which social media platforms are you going to be using? Is it going to be Twitter? Is it going to be LinkedIn? Is it going to be Instagram? Is it going to be Pinterest? Well, it's not really a social media. It's more of a search tool. But it should be part of your content strategy because if you blog or if you do YouTube, you can always pin something on Pinterest. That's It's one of the largest traffic drivers to my blog, to my website, my Etsy shop, and to many other successful entrepreneurs and businesses out there. So you definitely want to consider Pinterest if aligns with your content strategy. So content strategy, another big step. So step number eight would be refine your brand identity elements. And when I say this, I don't say go and rebrand. Go listen to my rebranding episode. Rebranding is a big thing. Rebranding means sending a whole different message, different promise, different everything, different colors and fonts. There's a whole lot involved in rebranding, right? You probably don't need a rebrand. If you need beautiful, great, I'm here to support and help you and answer all your doubts. If you're in doubt, book a free call with me and I'm going to let you know on the spot if you need a rebrand or not. I would, I would never do a sales pitch and get you rebranding just for the sake of rebranding, my friend. I would never do that with you. So if you're in doubt, reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram at branding with purpose studio, and I'm going to be happy to answer your doubts. Now, you will need to do a little refining and adjusting just so your branding elements can support your strategy. Because, well, what I always say is visuals are part of a brand strategy. Branding is a strategy. And all those things that I just told you from point one to seven are part of your strategy. And now point eight, which is going to be your visuals, are also part of your strategy. Your visuals don't exist just to be pretty, just to be cute, just to, you know, give your brand persona a cute little look. That's not the main goal of it. The main goal of it is to support your business growth and your brand strategy. So check out those colors, those fonts, your templates. Make sure the templates 
are up to date. They are what your audience likes. They support your new plan and content format. So let's say that before you were selling pre-made um, templates and now you're going to be, um, I don't know, a coach. You definitely could benefit from different templates because now you could use more infographics. You could have something more customized. You could have something cleaner to support your message where before your templates focus was probably to uh, highlight and put on the spotlight your product. So there could be a difference in design right then and there. Design language and user experience is huge, which is gonna bring me to my next point, which is adjust your website. User experience and website go hand in hand. So if you have a new goal, you definitely want your website not just the overall design, but the user experience, the funnel, you know, the client um, journey through your website. You want to think of all those things. What's a homepage strategy? What language are you using? What is above the fold, which is like the top part of your website, which is the main focus? What is it that you want people to do? Sign up for your newsletter, or you want them to go to your shop, or you want them to go to your Instagram, or like, which is not the best option. You don't want to redirect people right out of the bat from your website elsewhere. You want to keep them because on your website, that's where you're going to tell them who you are, what you are about, about your promise, show your products, your services in detail, and the spotlight is yours. You don't have the risk of people scrolling, getting distracted, going to a marketplace like Etsy and seeing something prettier than yours or different than yours and just simply losing focus. You don't want that. You want to keep them on your website. Right? You want to be the star of the show at that moment. And you do that and you send your whole message in the most beautiful and wholesome way on your website. So go over your current website. Make sure your services and products and everything you have in there reflect and support your 2022 goals. And make sure the funnel of your website, that client journey thing and the user experience is clear it's good get feedback of people people on facebook groups will love to help you in that way and now the very last step step number 10 it is analyze and adjust the brand letter so your brand letter is going to be that those steps the no like trust right i mean it's more than that but let's let's go with that because that's a simple way of um it's a good comparison to talk about it but it's how you're going to be first known to people, how you're going to present your product, your service, your brand to people that don't know you. So you need to know what you're doing for those people out there who are not aware of your brand. That's very, very similar to a sales funnel where you're going to be reaching out or, you know, getting in front of people who don't even know their problem exists. So they don't know they need your service or your product. That's the same thing with a brand. People don't know your brand and why would they care about your brand? So you need to find what kind of content, what kind of posts on social media, what kind of posts on your blog, what kind of YouTube video, whatever it is, you need to find out how to get in front of those people to make them aware of your brand. What are the new grounds you're gonna reach? to make sure people know of your brand. That's the first step on your ladder. Then you're gonna bring them in, then you're gonna show all that you have to offer and the value. And that's when we start entangling people on that emotional, beautiful thing that is a brand strategy, right? It's a strategy that has a basis on emotion, on connections. And that's what you wanna do after they know your brand. Think of those steps, think of that ladder really well. 
So that's one thing that you're going to have to keep track of through what is working and what's not working. If you go to analyze your website, uh, Google Analytics, of course, is probably what comes to mind for everybody. And if you're using social media, the in-apps, insights, and stats are always good. So Instagram have their own, uh, Pinterest has it, Facebook has it. So whatever you're using, uh, just make sure that you're keeping up with that to see which posts are reaching more people, where are people coming from, how long they stay in there, what are they reading, where do they click and go after that? Do, do they convert? Do they not convert? So just keep track of that. I know it's a lot of work. I don't love doing it either, but it is important. Okay, friends, and this is it for this episode. I'm going to put the 10 steps into a downloadable PDF with checkboxes so you can work on everything. But I do want to say that, like I said in the beginning, these 10 steps are a white lie. <laughs> Each one of these steps breaking two smaller steps, and they will vary according to your own business and brand needs. So if you like to do things yourself, go to my shop, and find a workbook. When I post a blog post for this, which should be the day after this episode goes live on brandingwithpurpose.studio slash blog, I will put a link and the product in there. Or you can just go to shop.brandingwithpurpose.studio and find the planner. I am super confident it will help you. And the Branding With Purpose Framework, book one, brand foundations will have all these things in details now those are my really budget friendly ways to help you work on your brand the best way i can help you uh, but if you feel you have a big business and you're ready to hire the help so i am here for you you need one-on-one -on -one service you need done for you or done with you that's a different experience and that's way more comprehensive because now you have my full attention you're gonna have my team's full attention and we can help you build the business of your dreams with the message that feels right from the basics the promise the why messaging to the actual brand identity and website so if you're ready to build that brand and that impactful purposeful business in 2022 get in touch with me because i am now booking one client only for december and two maybe three clients now they have a team for 2022 well get in touch i'm looking forward to talking to you and if you have any doubts, like I said, find me on Instagram at Branding with Purpose Studio. Send me a DM. Let's chat. So I catch you on the next episode. See you next week. Until then, keep branding with purpose. Ciao, ciao.